0: Welcome to Promised Land at Home podcast, where we bring people into an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and each other. Wherever life has you, we pray that today's sermon both challenges and encourages you. We're so glad you're listening today and hope you enjoy the message. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Man, I'm excited about 2023, and I'm so thankful that you're joining us here uh, wherever you are. Some of you are in other states. Um, This kind of reminds me of COVID a little bit back in quarantine days, Um, but um, you're maybe curled up on your couch or in your bed or whatever, and why not, right? It's a holiday, it's a Sunday, and so um, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to be pastor here at Promised Land, and uh, my family is so grateful for another year to be with you in community. And so um, thank you so much for joining us. I want to give you a short message from the Bible today that I feel like is very applicable to this time of the year. um, (laughs) This time of the year, the first day of the year. Um, And it comes at the very conclusion of the Christmas story, uh, you know, from the scriptures that we read. And uh, it's an interesting part that a lot of people don't really read and don't uh, talk about a whole lot because it's a little bit confusing. But I wanted to bring hope to you and maybe some new ideas about what, what God can be doing in your life. All right? So it comes out of Matthew, the second chapter. And um, this is a, this is the part of the story um, after the wise men have come. Um, And actually, it's kind of the when they come and at the conclusion of when they come. Um, And it just is a very, very unique story. It says, verse 13, this is Matthew chapter 2. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. So here we go. Another dream that uh, Joseph has with an angel. The angel says, get up. Flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. Talking about Jesus and Mary. The angel said, Stay there until I tell you to return. Because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child, Jesus, and Mary, his mother. And they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord has spoken through the prophet, I called my son out of Egypt." Now, um, Egypt, at this point, first of all, let's just talk about Egypt and the Jews, right? There's a, a deep and rich history of the Jews living in Egypt um, for many, many years, and prosperity. and then they became slaves, and then God led them out of Egypt into the wilderness. They were in the wilderness for 40 years until they went into the holy Land right? Um, So that's a big part of um, Israel's history. At this day and time, Rome was in control of the Israelite territories, uh, and Rome was also over the Egyptian area as well, and the Romans had built roads in that area. So, um, you know, it took the Israelites several weeks to get to the Holy Land, and then they wandered around the desert for 40 years, It would have taken Mary, Joseph, and Jesus a lot faster of a trip because they had um, cobblestone streets to go down all the way from uh, the Bethlehem area down to Egypt. So just trying to give you a little context there of what it was like. Still, he was a very young child. Um, There's some people that believe he could have been upwards of two years of age. Um, We do know through historical documents that Herod died around 4 to 8 A.D., so um, let's keep reading. This is verse 16. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem that were two years of age and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Verse 17. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. Here's Matthew verse 18, chapter 2. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. It's a tough, tough scene there to, to think about. But here's verse 19. When Herod died, and as I said a few minutes ago, um, historians believe that was around 4 to 8 AD, right? An angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said, he will be called a Nazarene. So this is the the transition zone between Bethlehem where Jesus was born and Nazareth where Jesus would be raised and from, he was a Nazarene. I want to talk to you just for a minute, if I had a title for this, it would be called Led to Safety led to safety. And I want you to think about this principle about being led from the place that you're in to another place temporarily for you to find safety, for you to find healing, for you to find protection, and then returning back. So this is a concept that we don't talk a lot about in Christianity because a lot of times we talk about staying and fighting or enduring the tough season. And to be honest, there's a lot of times we should stay and fight. And there are seasons when we need to endure tough times. Why don't you think about this? Why wouldn't God deliver Jesus' you know, infancy and child, toddler, you know, toddler ages from this threat of Herod's um, you know, ruthless, vicious, murderous spirit. You know, Herod could have died as soon as Jesus was born. Um, God could have struck Herod down, dead. And, and Mary and Joseph could have gone straight back to um, Nazareth and lived there. Uh, he, he could have just told Mary and Joseph to hunker down. Or God could have put angels at the front of that cave they were living in, in Bethlehem. And they could have stayed in Bethlehem. But God didn't choose any of those options. Instead, God told Mary and Joseph to flee. Uh, But I want to make a distinction uh, from running in fear and being led to safety. And that's really what I want you to grab a hold of is that the angel led them to safety. This was a God-given direction that they were to separate themselves from their homeland, separate themselves from their family, everything that they knew, and go to Egypt. Again, back to the irony and the parallel between the Egyptian people and the Israelites. Have had, they've, at this point, they've had thousands of years of history together. And for God to call Jesus to Egypt, uh, it's just an interesting thing. And um, some theologians say that in this one movement... God takes the the Israelite people from uh, being a a people of fleeing uh, in Jesus to people of safety. You know, we don't have to go that deep to understand that Jesus is demonstrating here for us that he is like us, that he's one of us. It's beautiful that he was born and laid in a manger where the animals ate, there was no room f- for them where people normally lodged and that he was born and shepherds came and, and wise men came and you know all these different people came. Jesus was born to us. But this story of being led to safety is another really great example for us all, I believe, that there's times in you and I's life when we should be led away from where we are to a different place for a season. That might be a geographical location. It might be a different place in a relationship. In other words, you might need to separate from a person for a while. Um, And so I see three really key things here that we need this space for. Number one, we need space to heal. I often think about, you know, when somebody um, injures themselves, we see this a lot in sports, college sports, professional sports. Um, maybe if they're hurt in the game, it's not that bad, they play through it. But there comes a time when the injury is so bad that they get pulled from the game and then they have to wait. So if you hurt your arm, the doctors are going to say, we're going to put this in a cast and you cannot use it as you normally would because it needs space to heal. A separation from regular activities actually is what is needed. It's a Sabbath from your activities so that it can find healing. So we need a space to heal. Sometimes this is going to sound, you know, probably strange to some of you if you've never heard me say this. But sometimes I'll even talk to married folks that are really, really struggling in their relationship. And I'll say, you know what? I think you need some time away from each other just for a season because you're so bent on hurting one another. There's no way you're gonna find the healing that you need confined in that space where you're at. And you need to let distance allow the heart to grow fonder. All right, so I'm not endorsing divorce, but I'm just saying that there's sometimes need for a breather or a break for that healing to come. So maybe that's not a marriage relationship, but maybe that's a dating relationship, a business relationship. Maybe it's just from your own you know, kids or parents or whatever. You need just some time away. There's been times in my family where, um, especially me and Erica, um, I, I, I was like, we're going to work this out right now. We're going to figure this out right now. We're going to resolve this issue right now. And I've learned that that's not always the best solution. But sometimes we both need to separate for a few minutes, for a few hours. Come back and, man, we're in such a different state of mind. We're in a different place spiritually. And so we're able to find healing. Another thing is we need to find space for safety. This is obviously the issue with with Jesus, when um, he is, uh, obviously his physical body is being threatened by Herod. Herod is, is threatened by Jesus. He doesn't want another king to come take his spot. So he's going to kill all of them, right? Little does he know he's about to die a few, in a few years anyway, which is quite ironic. But he wants to kill all these, um, all these young boys because he feels like they're a threat to him. So Jesus and his parents... Are led to safety, and it's not forever, but it's until the Lord leads them back. So maybe this year, you just need to be keenly aware and listen to the voice of God. I want you to be thinking about, is the Lord speaking to me? What is he speaking to me? And especially when you get into some of these relationships or areas of business or school or whatever it is, And there's just a lot of stress and a lot of tension. It could be that the Lord is going to lead you out of those scenarios and those places. Because he wants you to be in a safe place. You're going to do something that you're going to regret if you stay in the same place. So we're led away for healing. We're led away for safety. And then I think we're also, this is like the third thing I want to talk about just for a second. is I believe we're led away. To be, um, to be separated from temptation. Uh, there's a lot of times where we, we get in a, a relationship, um, a situation, it could be a geographical location, it could be a place of business, uh, a workplace, where it is an incubator for sinful practices, sinful behavior, a place to doubt God, to distrust God, to not understand who God is and what he's doing in your life. And so one of the things that God may do for some people is lead them away from whatever environment that is or that relationship is in order for them to, to maintain a heart for God. Because if there's anything in our life that is keeping us from having a relationship with God, God obviously doesn't want that to be in our life. Or, you know, there's a scripture where Jesus says, if your hand is causing you to sin, you should cut it off. If your eye is causing you to sin, you should pluck it out. That's extreme, right? That's what's, you know, that's the same principle that we're talking about today. Is that sometimes we're going to be led away. And this is kind of a safe, you know, You could consider the safety, too, because we're being led away from temptation, just being wise and setting up guardrails in your life to know like when I go around these certain people, I just I just become bitter. I just become angry. You know, Um, I am tempted to do things that are not godly um, and that produce anxiousness in my life and stress in my life. And it's bad for my blood pressure and it's bad for my health, you know, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. And God is going to lead you away from those. And it's going to take boldness to go on that journey away because there's a lot of things that we attach ourselves to that we get gratitude or um, we get gratification out of. And, um, and we get addicted to those things even though they're unhealthy. And I'm, this is a part that's really good for the beginning of a year. Like we need to be listening to the Lord and really focus in on him so that if he's ever leading us away from something to avoid or to be safe from temptation, we need to heed those words and we need to act with courage and it will be uncomfortable uh, to begin with. Um, An example that I've given to several people is when they've been in in the middle of an affair at work And I've said, you need to, you know, if you really want to find healing from this and you really want to do the right thing here, stay committed to your spouse that you have a covenant with, a lifelong covenant with, you're gonna have to change your job if you can't stay separated from this person at work. I mean, there's just, there's probably no other way around that. And you have to decide how badly um, does this affect my life and how badly do I want to do the right thing Um, It could be as simple as, you know, I'm going to change my phone number or I'm not going to be involved with these kind of conversations anymore. I'm not going to be in these certain environments anymore. I'm always going to have someone else hold me accountable in these areas. Um, So separating ourselves, being led by God away from certain spaces in order to be in a place of safety and healing and to be free from temptation. This is... I just get so much encouragement out of the words of God here and just to just to know that Jesus the Savior of the world had to be led away for safety. Gives me hope right? Gives, gives us gives us encouragement that um, if Jesus had to be led away from something there's probably going to be a time in my life and in your life where we're we ourselves are going to have to be led away as well. So are we listening? Um, And it I mean, honestly, it could come in a dream for you and I. There's been times in my life where I've had these dreams that God has led me to certain things. Um, I want you to be aware of that. Be alert. Be sober-minded about these spiritual things that God is speaking to you. Um, He might be speaking to you and bringing conviction to your heart right now. He might bring someone else. He might bring an angel to like literally stand in your presence and tell you. Um, Or it might be a dream. I'm not sure, but I just want to encourage you promised land to be listening and be alert and be aware. Listen to the voice of God. And then the angel will lead you back sometimes to return back. Okay, it's time to go. It's time to go back into that relationship. You know, it's time to go back into that workplace or whatever because you're going to be safe now. Whatever that was there that was harming you is no longer there. So I want us to pray right now. And um, I want us to really take just a moment here to reflect and think about maybe this past year, 2022. I'm sure there's some heartache along the way and hurt along the way, and difficulties, challenges. We're gonna bury a lot of that stuff, okay, in 2022. And we're gonna, we're gonna enter into 2023 Into a new atmosphere of relationship with God, a freshness, a fresh new season. And um, we're also gonna pray, Lord, we're listening. So would you join with me right now? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us one more year, one more day. We jump into 2023 with excitement and anticipating, Lord that you're already there. You're in every detail of 2023 and it hasn't even really rolled out yet. We want you to know right now, we are listening. We are ready to hear, ready to um, ready to respond, ready to follow you in every way, Lord, that you would lead us in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget we want to connect with you. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube by searching Promised Land San Marcus, on Instagram at PSM Church, or on our website, psmchurch.com. Thanks again for listening to the Promised Land at Home podcast.